Dirty Scrap Podcast. Remelting aluminum into new products requires extremely high temp and energy intensive process, which is hard to achieve without fossil energy in the form of natural gas. However, <clears throat> new plasma technology will enable electrification of the process using the same renewable energy that powers hydro primary smelter. <clears throat> I'm still a little bit sick, but I'm fine. I'm Julio Quintero, and this is some small part of the article that Hydro or Hydro, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how to pronounce that, um, last article. The, the name of the complete subject is Hydro move to the carbon hydro move to the carbonite cows houses by testing plasma technology with global potential. So this is very interesting to me. When I was back in school, not in school, when I was um at college, uh, I'm a material engineer, so I have an engineer degree. <clears throat> Sorry. So during my last year, I was working in two different projects related to uh let's say one was very scientific approach and the other one even though it was very scientific was related more to developing some new product one was related to the aluminum and the other one was related to uh to the biotechnology so i was working in two different ways at the end i decided to go for the aluminum one we create some sponge out of um let's say pre-shapes that we used to use like salt bowls small ones with a degree different degree of um Porosity. So this type of uh, new materials, they call sponge. This, uh, the idea of this type of new development was to try to understand how to create biomaterials out of aluminum and try to simulate the bone then, right? Because we in, in our bone, in our bones, we have certain density because we have some different type of, let's say, um, holes with different diameters. So we have a different density, right? And if you are, um, let's say, a martial artist, you will understand that as much as you break your bones, you will create more, more calcium and you will create more density. So those spaces will be a little bit more smaller, right? So, and by the way, I am I am going to get into my point because at the end, this is this um let's say this space, this dirty scrap podcast wants to talk about so many different ways related to the aluminum. So I'm going in that direction because we will talk about a little bit about technology and a little bit about my perspective, my perspective and about my background related to the plasma technology. So I want to uh, make some input here. So I was saying that I developed um on my last project um. Uh, engineering degree, I did a small furnace was with some vacuum, but not vacuum in the chamber, but vacuum to suck the aluminum inside the pre-shape of salt. Then with some magnetic agitation, I used to take out all the salt. And so we had the final product with all the holes. And because you have like spheres, you have one point of contact. So everything is interconnected. The idea was to simulate the bone density and then try to understand if we can move in the same direction doing same material or something very similar uh, product, but with titanium and um, hydroxapatite, that is a ceramic compound that allow bone to grow. So that was what I was doing when I was, uh, you know, ending my uh, 
material engineer career, but uh, study my career, study. So, but on the other side, I was working on plasma, plasma simulation, uh, plasma analysis, and we were talking about thin films out of plasma sputtering. Plasma sputtering is one of those technologies that is very good for adding thin films and give to uh, the materials another more, let's say, adding some property. So you are not creating compound you are creating or you are creating compounds but with an interface not just one material you are creating one material in one side and then you have the interface and then you have another material and you can do that in so many different ways uh, you can do our mechanical attachment or chemical attachment right in this case was some semi-mechanical attachment because you have some uh, roughness if is that the right word to do it, to, to say it on the surface, the plasma is the fourth state of the matter. That more or less how scientific, um, let's say, call this type of someone or some of them say that it's an entity. So the way to create plasma is to excite some kind of gas, argon or nitrogen. So you will create some, uh, let's say, different type of ions. I don't know if it's that the right word, but you will separate the electron, right? Now, saying that to work with plasma, you need very special equipment. And now that I'm seeing what is hydro doing right now, or what hydro is doing right now, I am thinking, because at the end, we need to understand so many different ways. I, I just made a video um, about energy. If we saw, when you see my video, you will see my video talking about Germany and how they are trying to make more useful the renewable energies instead of keep using the same, let's say, energy sources. Well, this is the idea of hydro or hydro. They want to start using plasma technology to melt down aluminum. The only concern that I have, you know, I have several concerns. So that's uh, what, uh, what, what I want to give you guys my input. And you can go, uh, what I will do is I will... Uh, Left, uh, left the uh, um, the link here so you can just read the article. It's very interesting. And obviously, Hydro is one of those companies that is leading the, the aluminum industry. But this is for primary smell. So this type of applications, in order to reduce the energy consumption, is more related to um, primary smelters. Why? Because in the primary sector, you have a lot of energy that you need to use in order to create aluminum, liquid aluminum, right? Out of the alumina or the bauxite or the mineral. Now, saying that the only problem because I, I i always have this type of conversation with people that is involved in the aluminum industry and they think that the future is electrical everything will be electricity right so we are talking about induction furnaces uh, uh heat elements submerged heat elements different type of approaches for me obviously induction furnaces are the most efficient furnaces in the market to recover aluminum out of scrap. The only problem you have with induction furnaces is you have capacity limitations. You cannot go up to certain capacities because it's going to be too big and the energy consumption is going to be huge. But obviously the recoveries are around 98, 99%. That is huge amount of recovery. It's a huge number. It's beautiful. Obviously you need all the pretreatments before the melting process. So that's why we are using natural gas in order to melt down all or our scrap. Saying that plasma, the idea with the plasma is to have two different electrodes with a, let's say, controlled atmosphere with certain uh, volume of gas inside and then create the plasma. The plasma will excite or make some excitation on the aluminum, alumina in this case, and then we will start seeing the liquid aluminum coming. I am seeing so many different issues here here i am not saying that is not possible or is not going to be reliable but saying that let, let's think about how much will cost the investment on this type of tech. then if we have the induction furnaces that has certain capacity 
limitations. So imagine that we decide to move everything to electrical components. We will use just electricity, no more uh, natural gas. So we will reduce the U, the CO2 emissions a lot, right? Because at the end, in, in our industry, what the, the main component that we have for CO2 emissions create creation is everything related to natural gas or um uh, what is the name i i i um ah, i just i just forgot the, the name of this i let me read it here because i fossil or fossil 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 energy so when we are thinking about just migrate from one way to do things to another way we need to talk about the limitations limitations on electricity is huge we have electrical energy crisis around the world not just here in the us but everywhere we are not using the right sources that we should use like a nuclear power but we want to see or to look in that direction so first of all we have an energy crisis that will stop the development or this type of technology or at least will stop the useful practical let's say approach for a production big scale uh, company right you understand what i'm trying to say so the idea here is to understand the plasma plasma will supposed to reduce the, say, the CO2 emission. But then we will have huge, invest, huge investments in technology. Then we will have a lot of limitations on capacity, as we can see the limitations on capacity on induction furnace. Then we will have, obviously, a lot of energy consumption. Maybe we will reduce the energy consumption uh, if we compare primary aluminum, as it is right now, against primary aluminum with plasma. But saying that, the question here is, Okay, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe we can, because what I think, what I think is uh, hydro, and I can just read it here, is trying to do this for 2025. So it's 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 around the corner actually, but they want to go to zero emissions using this technology uh, in a big scale by 2050. So we are talking 30 30 more years. The issue here is if we want to proceed in this direction, we are pushing forward to increase primary aluminum manufacturing. And the idea is to create more and more sustainable companies that can handle aluminum recycling process, right? So it's a it's like two different sizes or two different faces of the same coin because at the end it's the same industry. So from my point of view, I think it's a great idea to use plasma. Yes, I think it's not going to be reliable in the short or medium term. So that's why they are thinking about 2050. But again, with the energy crisis, it's going to be very complicated to, let's say, prove that this material or this type of do things is going to be reliable. Second, let's talk about the limitations just to make a quick comparison between one technology and the other. Let's try to say that the limitation that we will have in the plasma uh, technology is going to be similar to the limited limitations we have on the induction side. So induction side, first of all, capacity. Um, it's going to be very complicated because you work with dense. So when you have, for example, one ton of aluminum, you need to compare one ton of aluminum with one ton of one ton of steel. So the, the furnace is bigger because it, the de, because of the density variation. So you need a bigger furnace to put one ton of aluminum, and you will need a smaller furnace to put to furnace to put one ton of steel. So size limitation. So when you have aluminum, you need a bigger furnace so that the investment is going to, or bigger. Then you will get it to a certain point that you cannot go uh, again uh, up to that um, capacity with induction furnace. So you will need to start using electrodes, anodes, 
on hidden uh, element and then we will start doing the same using a lot of energy as prime that so it's not something reliable for recycling to certain points it's, it's good for small volume applications yes it is now Let's think about, let's say that we don't want to go huge. We want to achieve certain level of, of production, but we want to use a small furnace. How many furnaces do you think you will need to use in order to achieve the production volume you want and how much space you will need? And then how much energy you will consume if you go in that direction? So for recycling purpose, pur pur bleh, sorry, for recycling purposes, you, at least I think you won't need this type of technology. Make no sense to me. For primary approaches, oh yes, definitely. And remember that we will need at least 25 million tons more of primary aluminum in order to reach what we want to reach by 2030. Saying that, I think it's a really nice approach from hydro to go and to check different type of technologies in order to make better the primary aluminum product. Definitely is a really good step. You will, you, you will reduce just energy consumption and you will reduce CO2 emissions because you are not using um, natural gas. But again, if the idea of this industry is moved into the recycling challenge, we need to understand that, at least to me, electricity is going to be a really good part of the future, but limitations on capacity will need us to understand how to make the gas consumption, the natural gas usage, more efficient. You know that we have um, region burners or recuperative burners that allow us to take the energy that we are using into the melting process and reuse it, reusing that energy in the same process. So I think the approach is good, but we need to think about closed loop. Definitely, I think a closed loop system will allow us to understand how to recycle it with a really, really, really good energy recovery system, but also how to reuse the energy and how to create a really good recovery aluminum melting rate. That's what I think. Uh, I mean, for me, congratulations to Hydro or Hydro. It's a really nice approach. Plasma is something that no one or not everyone understands. But, but I think that is something that we need to approach, not to create something huge out of the, or thinking about the production side, because at the end, if we want to reduce primary sector, we need to think more on how to increase and be more reliable from the recycling perspective. Dirty Scrap Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.